0: Not trying to rush y'all. Just begin talk to you a minute as y'all finish the greeting and up. I ain't rushing you. you take your seats when you when you get back to them. But I just want to tell it. I just want to do so. Say everyone. I know it's it kind of gets long. We we tend to get accustomed to a program sometimes or have things have there. There's nothing wrong with an order to things, but sometimes we we get we do kind of get it into a program. And you know, Jesus is alive and His Spirit is very real. And we all go through things each and every week that we should not cut him short when he's willing and ready to move. We ought to have open arms to him. and There should be nothing wrong with welcoming him in a lively church and inviting Jesus in to move in a mighty way. Uh, You know, people get so tired of going through their everydays, ins and outs, working, dealing with people, dealing with the public, dealing with your family. Sometimes you need to feel something real. Sometimes you need to feel Jesus. You need, you, he needs to come in, and we don't need to cut him short. We need to let him have his way and let him work and let him do his plan and, and let our flesh just step back and say, okay, okay, God, have your way. Have your way, Lord. Glory to his name. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I just thank the Lord today. Like I said, we, we, we need to feel something from the Lord. It's re- If it's real, shouldn't we feel it? Yes. Amen. If it's real, we should feel it. We should know it's real. We shouldn't just go to church and, and feel like we ain't never been. We shouldn't walk out the doors and feel like we haven't been, like we haven't got something. If we serve a living God, we ought, we ought to feel it and act like it. Amen. Glory to His name. I thank the Lord we serve a living God that's ready and willing and able to take care of each and every need. No matter what it is, no matter how small or insignificant we may think it is, it's big It's big to Him because it's big to us. Or it's little to us, it don't matter. He wants to take care of everything. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, Jesus. I want to uh, uh, begin uh, my scripture in Matthew, in chapter 22. The book of Matthew, chapter... Chapter 22, and I'm going to read uh, 35 through 40. Praise the name of the Lord. And it begins reading like this. Says, then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And on that scripture text this morning, I want to I want to speak to you just for a few moments on where is the love. And this service has transpired and taken place and pastor brought out in the bulletin the different things on love and all. And it just feels like it has flowed together. It feels like this is the word that the Lord wants each and every one to hear this morning today. Where is the love? Let us pray. Lord, we come to you today. We thank you for the service as for. I thank you for the power in the blood, Lord Jesus. The healing power that we accept and believe in right now for each and every one that received. We just claim it right now. We thank you for it. And Lord... As I try to speak your word to your good people, Lord, just be, be my mouthpiece, Lord, for what you want to have to say. Like I, I rebuke my flesh and get my flesh out of the way and just let you flow through. Let your word flow through right now. Let your word flow through right now, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo! glory to your name. Glory to your name, Jesus. I, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen, amen, amen. amen. Glory to his name. Glory to his name praise the name of the lord well uh i, uh, I know sometimes i kind of can linger on sometimes i'm real short and uh but i'll just tell you i've never looked at the clock and paid attention to the time when i speak so <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know how long goes so we might we might, might have a sunday night service praise the lord depend on the lord if the lord has his way and keeps on talking and working amen praise the lord but i want to talk to you uh, uh this morning on where is the love you know we uh, this is a relevant question today, and especially our society. if every person lived by love, we would really be living on heaven on earth. If everybody lived in love and loved the Lord with all their heart, mind, and soul, like a scripture we just read, it, it this would be a major transformation for this earth that he created. I mean it would just it would be it would be heaven on earth, but we know that's that's not uh, that's not the case, and our society is so far away from loving their neighbor as their self, much less putting the Lord God first and loving him with all their heart and mind. And I submit to you this morning that if we don't love, if society or Christian alike that hasn't accepted Jesus Christ, if you you do not love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, you cannot love your neighbor as yourself. You're gonna have you're gonna have different feelings uh, other than love come up uh, for other people uh, than 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 love and concern and compassion if you don't first and foremost love the Lord God, praise the name of the Lord. Uh, I want to read you a little bit of statistics on crime that that I found. The city of Nashville's violent crime rate is one of the highest in the nation. It ranks number 25 with 1,102 violent crimes per 100,000 residents. Chicago is right in front of Nashville with one thousand one hundred and six crimes per one hundred thousand residents and this was as of twenty sixteen so there's on there was only a, a four four uh i'll say person four four uh number four difference in between those two on the bright side if there is a bright side in twenty sixteen uh the the murder rate according to the f b i was eighty one in Nashville compared to seven hundred and sixty five in Chicago so even though they're close, in the violent crime rate, uh, the 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 murders are down significantly compared to Chicago, but the violent crime rate, this was in 2016. The number one spot went to Detroit, Michigan, with 2,047 incidents per 100,000 residents. This was the statistic that they went on, was a hundred based on 100,000 residents. The violent crime offenses include uh, rape, murder, non-negligent manslaughter armed robbery, aggravated assault, including assault with a deadly weapon, burglary, larceny, theft, motor vehicle theft, and arson. It doesn't sound, with all of that I just read, and this is na- this is nationwide. I mean, I just read you some of those, the top cities there. This is nationwide. Matter of fact, Memphis is on the no- is number three on that list. It doesn't sound like too much love going around in our cities, does it? With all of this kind of stuff going on, it's not much love, not much brotherly love or loving the neighbor as yourself which also tells me there's no love for God in all of that, because if there was love for God, all of that would be coming down drastically if there was love for God and there's not. But, but why is that? Why, why is there so much hate? What's going on? Why is crime so rampant and, and up? Why do people feel the need to just run wild with lawlessness? You know, you, you can't even turn on the TV, and it's nothing but negative. Like Brother Bobby said this morning, he gets tired about five minutes of it. Where's the good news? Where's the positive stories? Where's something to uplift you? Where's something to boost your, your love and, and uh, respect for your neighbor? Do you want to see that? You want to hear the good stories. You want to hear that stuff, but you don't hear it. It's just lawlessness after lawlessness, constant story after story of uh, uh, folks getting pulled over and running from the law and, and then getting wind up dead you know, and you just hear this negativity all the time. It's just so much of it going on, and I submit that is this lack of love for our God. It, that's where the root of it all is. It's a lack of love for God, and I believe that. If we love the Lord God with all our heart, mind, and soul, things would be so much different. And this is why these crime statistics are so high. Murder rate going crazy over the nation, this is less and less than the love of God, but how can we expect these crime numbers to improve in our cities across this land if we don't get back to loving God? we got to get back to loving God first and foremost. Just just like verse 37, when Jesus' words himself, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. When you do that, every single, every single word, heed to the, every single word of that, loving God that way, it's going to make loving your neighbor so much easier. And we know it's difficult today to love our neighbor. You know, and when I talk about neighbor, I'm talking about anybody you may come in contact on any given day, whether it's at work, you know, out, out in public, at the store, Walmart, I don't care where you're at, it's any given person, it's difficult because people do things to just stir you up. I know everybody's got a story of somebody doing something that just was like a thorn in your side and just burned you up and your first instinct as a human and fleshly is you want to get back you want to make you want to make a payback you you know you want you want to get some revenge on them you want you want to give them what they got coming to them right Amen. it's not, it's usually not love it, but it pops up first you want by god i ain't taking this dog crap there's something going to be done about this you know i mean that, that's just what our flesh is and people try to pull that out of you but in those times as difficult as it is i hear the lord saying we need to love him first and let him take care of of what needs to be taken care of Glory to the name of the Lord. Uh, He will take care of it. But people are are so rude and inconsiderate, it seems like, anymore in public. But if God is in you and you love the Lord with all your heart, it doesn't matter what others do to you. 1 Peter 4, 7 and 8 says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, he be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Glory to the name of the Lord. As Christians, it's important for us to remember when we are dealing with people in the public as they set us off and make us mad, and they're that thorn in our side. And uh, for me, especially, I thank the Lord for vacation last week. I needed it so greatly because when you travel on the interstates, uh, you know, 500 miles, five days a week, people get on your nerves. They get, you know, Brother Kyle knows this, Daddy knows it, anybody drives a truck, Brother Bobby knows this. I'm driving on the road. It, the people just cut you off. They don't want to wait on you. They see a big truck, and it's like they either see dollar signs or i got to get in front of them because they know if you hit them, they're going to get a payday, okay, or they try to get around you. They just do things to, to irk you, so thank God for that vacation I had because I needed it. It was really getting to me. It was wearing me down. It, you know, just like each and every one of you, you have a vacation. You need to get away from that work environment sometime and, and get away from it because it can drag you down. But in, in as difficult as it is to deal with people, in the public, uh, if we love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, and soul, it'll become easier. When we love Him, we focus on Him and spend time in Him, spend time in His Word, spend time in prayer, just loving Him, we'll let, the, we'll let uh, Him have the visions, vengeance because that's what He wants. Romans 12, 19-21, Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if you're Enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in, do, in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And that's the word of God right there. Don't. So when evil comes your way, don't overcome evil with evil. Let your love of God shine forth and shine through and let Him have it. You may not see it right then and there. You may have to walk away feeling like you got walked on, stepped on, and hurt, but God is going to take over. God, you, you may not see God's plan and see what He does, but God's going to take care of it because you know why? You're a child of the Most High God. You love Him and He loves you. He's going to take care of it. You may not see it, but He's going to take care of that situation. He's going to take care of that individual. And it could be, that that individual or whatever situation transpired it could be where they come to repentance on account of it it could lead them that way you uh, you may not see it but some come down the road lead to that repentance but it's up to the church to show the love of jesus it's up to the, it's up to the church it could lead someone to repentance Romans two and four or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance and long suffering not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. So the the goodness of the Lord can lead to repentance. Now he he's gonna take care of the situation and you love the Lord with all your heart, mind and soul, he's gonna he's gonna take care of what needs to be taken care of for you. You ain't gotta worry about doing it as much as we want to. You ain't gotta worry about doing you ain't gotta worry about doing it. Where is the love? We don't if we allow it to admit from us and show that to others through a situation where someone's going, Wow, I can't believe how calm you were in that. I can't believe how you responded to that situation. And that's your opportunity to say, Well, it was the love of God. I love the Lord. I trust in Him. He's gonna take care of my battles for me. I ain't gotta worry about it. Now, that ain't to say you get that you can't, you know, defend yourself. I ain't, you know, we ain't talking about, you know, not defending yourself. You can defend yourself if unfortunate if that unfortunate situation ever comes to pass, hopefully not. But I'm saying God but God's going to be with you in each and every situation. I don't think God is going to let anything bad happen to his children, his people. He's going to be right there with you through each and everything. Glory to the name of the Lord. I want to read to you um uh, 1 Corinthians 13 when we talk about the love and when we love we exercise gifts with love 1 Corinthians 13 and beginning in verse 1 uh, this is uh, apostle Pauls writing to uh, the church in Corinth and though i speak with the tongues of men and angels but have not love i have become sounding brass or clanging cymbal and though i have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though i have all faith so that i could remove mountains but have not love i am nothing and though I bestow all my goods to the feed the poor, and though I give my body to the burn, to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not, have, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked and thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Rejoices in the truth. That is true. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I become a man I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but the face to face. But then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, and love, these three; but the greatest of these is love. The greatest, the greatest of these is love. Love is so important. It's so important to God. It's so, it's so important to us. We, had to have, we need to have that love in our heart for our neighbor. We need to have that love in our heart for God. God died. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He died for us. It was His love for us that caused Him to go through each and everything that He went through. I want to speak to you a little bit about an event that transpired, thinking on where's the love. That happened uh, Monday night. Uh, no, the University of North Carolina, the Silent Sam uh, statue, Confederate statue, being torn down. I don't know how many heard of that, uh, but it uh, it was erected in 1913. So it was 105 years ago that this statue was put up in behalf of Confederate soldiers that had went to the, uh, this university. That was torn down uh, on Monday night. They uh, there was a group there, protesters. And they tore it, they tore this down. It was their whole agenda to have it removed. Actually, the university had spent, I think, uh, $400,000 trying to protect it, trying to keep it in place. But I submit to you, in my opinion this morning, that there was something other than just looking at that statue and feeling like they didn't like it. I, I think there was more uh, uh, of hate and discontent involved in pulling that statue down than it was love. You can, when you look at a monument like that, it was, uh, that's in place, you can look at it in two different ways. It's two different. Th- it can mean two different things for, for different people. And I know there's some people in society that hasn't gotten over some of the issues that this nation had well over 100 years ago, but we have moved on from that. I don't see society in the negativity that is what the media and some of these groups that put try to put out American to be. We need to see some more positive stories, some more love stories of this of the people of this nation. There's not a, the hatred that they're trying to keep put out so that these, things, these monuments are tore down it's just trying to stir hate and stir hate and keep hatred stirred up that's all it is It's trying to keep hatred stirred up that, that's what about what it amounts to and I submit to you this morning that this example of them doing that that's what it means so if we now take turn and look at the cross. Instead, instead of what we kind of take it as, let's now, now kind of turn this around and go, okay, what if the day were to come where we look at that as that's a Roman crucifix? So by us having that up here on our up here on the wall, we're saying as a church, we support Roman crucifixions. We support torture. We support everything that it represented as, as uh, men were, were hung on that as a, uh, a means of death that they would sometimes be left up there for a week at a time until they slowly died and uh, mostly of of asphyxiation where they couldn't breathe we support that that's what we're saying when we look at that no i don't think so that's not what we're looking at we're looking at what the cross represents in christianity for jesus jesus was crucified on the cross it was it wasn't the nails that held him up there what was it that held him up there it was his love it was his love for us. It was his love for you. It was his love for all mankind, black and white, and it, it, every nationality. It doesn't matter what race this that ever that can ever come out. If there's ever any new ones come out, it's for everybody. If you are alive and breathing. Jesus dying on that cross being crucified is for you. It was his love and that's what we look at. That's what when we look at that as, as a symbol, that's what we look at and we support. We don't support the torture that, that had taken place for so many people when we see that cross. It was a love of Jesus and his love. That's what he wants put out today is he wants everybody to know. He wants his church to spread the word that his love is what held him on that cross for all of mankind to come to repentance what does john three sixteen say for god so loved the world that he see that he sent his only son that that is why when jesus died on the cross he so loved the world and we're supposed to be sharing that love with the world now because that time period has passed and so we're to share that we're to try to get the word out as much as we can that jesus loves everybody he loves you and it, and lord has been dealing with me uh Two was, uh, was something else like when, when I speak. So uh, in closing this morning, I want to tell anyone who hasn't made that decision and ask for forgiveness of, for your sin and ask for repentance. If you've not made that step, you need to do that. Because if you're in this building, and uh, then you're alive and well, and you have a soul that's inside of you. And your soul is going to spend eternity somewhere, someday. This physical body of mine is going to vanish away someday. I, I will, if the Lord tarries and he doesn't come back, I, this body of mine will vanish away. And I and but I have a soul that's going to live on somewhere, and where that soul spends eternity is up to me. Whether I made my choice, whether I asked the Lord to forgive me my sins, and then I turned around and went the other direction, and I walked away from the life that I was living. I, that's the first step that you got to do. You got to walk away from that life, and then you got to go down in that in that watery grave, and you got to ask God to uh, to uh, forgive your sins through that burial process of baptism. You have to be baptized, and then you He will give you the gift of the holy ghost that you can have that that helper that power that will give you strength to make it through day to day he will give you that ability and if you have not made your election and your choice of that today it is so imperative important uh, for you to do that for you to, uh, to ask forgiveness and come to the lord jesus because we're not promised tomorrow we're not promised at all i don't you there you could be a car wreck there You could have a massive heart attack there's people my age i'm what am i forty two forty one somewhere in the forties uh that don't mean i'm perfectly healthy that don't mean it's hard in me. God has decided when i'm when it, when my number's up when my time's gone free you know he's he's appointed for me what we say this morning he's appointed man to wants to to die. And then the judge at that the judgment, and that's what's going to happen. And we got to decide: do we believe the word? Do we believe God's word is truth? And do we believe that He loved us enough that He went through all that torture and pain that He went through and died on that cross for us? So I ask you this morning: I know I've seen the love this morning in worship. I know this good congregation has love, love for Jesus. I know I know you do. And the, and we as good people. Uh, of the lord we have to share that with our family with our friends with every opportunity we have because it's so important when you look at your family and at your friends your coworkers, whoever and especially if it's a time that you get aggravated they upset you something like that try to try to quickly think put in your mind hey that's a soul that's jesus soul That's that's a soul for Jesus. That's a soul for Jesus. Think about that thing and try to share the love of Jesus because he died on the cross for me and you. Okay, Pastor, praise the Lord. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Thank you, Lord.